Uh, the Halfcast Podcast here. We got episode. We're up to about twenty now. Ty, welcome back. Good to have you on the show again. Thank you. <laughs> and today we our guest is Paul Gallen, famous uh, Sharks player. What did you just, did just you, an all rounder? Now he's all. a fighter, <laughs> workhorse. Uh, yeah, give, how are you? Thanks, thanks for having me, boys. No, I'm pretty good. Thanks pretty for good. Yeah, obviously retired from the NRL this year, so hey. it's been a long career, but um, yeah, a lot of ups and downs, but I retire uh, very happy in what I achieved. Uh, the yeah. most important thing being the NRL Premiership in 16 with the Sharkies, the first one ever, so that was yeah. great. Um, but now, yeah, moved on to, to boxing, got a fight with Barry Hall this Friday, and um, yeah, the last couple of months been pretty busy, man, to be honest, yeah. been, been well, pretty hectic. Quick, give it a plug, where's the, where's the fight at? Yeah, for fights down in Melbourne on uh, Friday, uh, Margaret Court Arena. So you haven't got your tickets, get there. Yeah, uh, nice. And I think it's on it's on main event also on Friday night. So oh, it's going to be a big card. Yeah. Pay-per-view points. <coughs> bro, I, pay-per-view I, points. I, I saw Barry Hall, bro, hitting the bag. He's looking pretty big. He's oh, <laughs> yeah, a bit bigger than I thought. He's a bit bigger than I thought. <laughs> Everyone <laughs> I saw him in real life, like... Like six four, like I, you know, yeah. Andrew Fafita is like six four, and I'm, yeah. I'm with him every day, and yeah. I and like I'm, I'm next to him in the locker, and I don't look at him and like he's a big boy, but I don't look at him and think he's that massive because I'm with him so much. And yeah. then when I go down to Melbourne and meet Barry, like I, went, whoa man, like yeah, he's a bit, bit taller than I thought, but yeah. I'll be right. But you've probably been, the tallest uh, opponent you've come up against. Ah, uh, yeah, definitely without a doubt. Yeah, yeah, without a doubt, tallest. Yep. Yeah, I but, saw you were training. No, no, no. I saw you training with. Um, uh, the Furies. Yeah, uh, yeah. I went over Did to you go the, with Huey. Huey, yeah. So I went over to um the UK. Had a had a like a footy tour plan, like a talking tour, and play a few games up yeah. around the north of England. And it's been planned for like six months. And then um the fight come out uh, just after we got knocked out of the semi-finals. Yeah. So I took the fight. And then um but this tour was still in place. So I went over there. And rather than it being a holiday, I took two mates over with me. It was going to be like a retirement party. And they were filthy because they, they, yeah, they were out trained. every night anyway. Yeah. But I was training. And then um. Yeah, I spoke to the guys I went over there with and needed some sparring. And um, Huey F- Fury's come up and you know, just to jump into a ring with that guy was pretty cool. Um, so I got to jump into him and there was a really, really good young guy named Sonny Taylor. He's only had three fights, one more by knockout, but he had an amateur career and he, he spars Dillian White and Derek Chisora and he was uh, he was he was really good. He was about six three, um, you know, really good to spar against, and he had some pretty hectic sparring sessions with him. So that was uh, really good as well. Well, that's what's good. You like every time I'm seeing you, you're putting in work with like. Real people, real real athletes. Like um, uh, I've been seen not calling out Barry, but I've been seen, been seeing him putting in the work like you have, and that's like one thing I notice. Yeah, different I'll, in the camp. Yeah, I'll take it. No, I, I do take it seriously. Like yeah. at the end of the day, you know, you boys know it's like getting in there and having a fight, and someone's going to try and hurt you. So you got to prepare well for it. And mm-hmm. you know, boxing is not a sport you can sort of muck around with. You got to prepare well. And I know that there's um, I suppose there's an element of people that don't really like people from other sports coming in and boxing and one thing I always said at the start of it I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take it seriously whatever fight I have and um, yeah I've, I've always trained done all the amount of training I can do for it I've always got in and sparred guys who are you know at an elite level and are better than me so I think you know, if I jump in with guys who are better than me, it's only going to better me, uh, mm. and that's always been my, my my thought process behind it all and uh, and that that's what I've always done and you know, I don't know who Barry's been. I know he's been sparring a, a couple of guys up in up in Queensland there who were good fighters, had a few mm. fights. But I just think the guys I've been sparring, and you, you two guys know, sparred you a couple of times. Like I just yeah. think that you know, jumping in with guys at that elite level who have been around mm. the world, I just think that it holds me in good stead going into a fight like this because 
I don't think he's fight, I don't think he's sparring these guys, and I'm not just jumping in there and getting help through the rounds. You know, I'm, I'm getting I'm getting hit hard. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. So well, we both sparred with the workhorse over he here. Punch the fuck out of him. <laughs> he's nonstop. I know that. I left with the biggest fuck. <laughs> Against actual, yeah. I've never had a black eye that before in my life. Yeah, the last one, the last yeah, one spa yeah. we had, you gave me a fat, fat, or oh, no. fatter nose. I went in, I went in all nice, and put my shit punched out of me. Fucking hell. Yeah, no, but as I said, guys, you know, and and I think when guys, you know, you, you you appreciate the effort I put into it. I think when guys involved in the sport actually see that. I mean, they're doing the right thing, then I think they appreciate it more and understand where I'm coming from. You know, I went and trained with Bilal Akaway for a week. My trainer, Graham Shaw, was over with um, Daniel Lewis in, in America. Yeah. So I went and tra- trained with um, Bilal uh, for a week. That? Yeah, that was good. Didn't spar him. We didn't do any sparring. He just sort of taught me a few things. And it, well, he's like 25, 26. And just, a body from yeah, yeah, I'm hey, just about to learn off him. He taught, <laughs> taught me a couple of them. So. Yeah. Yeah, just to, to train with guys like that. And when they see me get in the gym and understand what I'm doing, mm. and I actually, I'm doing my best to be good at the sport, or as good as I, I can be, um, I think people appreciate it more. Yeah, that's the question that I was going to ask you as well, because uh, obviously a lot of NRL players are coming over to boxing, and a lot of boxers aren't happy about it. You're on a, I would say you're a different, very different. You've had nine fights now. You're taking it seriously. But a lot of the people, well, there's some NRL stars who are getting jumped in line in front of other boxers, and it may be diminishing the sports. Yeah, their credibility. Yeah, t- totally understand that. Totally understand where the boxes are coming from as well. Um, but I think at the end of the day, it comes down to, uh, I suppose, what they're getting paid. And look, I, I, oh. I feel immensely sorry for boxers how hard they've yeah. got to work. I think that's what the whole yeah. argument yeah, is. They've got to get yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's what it's all about. It's about. It's not about the actual, like, fighting part of it. It's a. It's about the guys what who are training paid. for 20, 20 years, <laughs> yeah. or ten years, of course. and then old buds who's just come, and then that. That's why First because fight, these people are getting paid. Yeah. And, mate, and I understand that argument. I, That's I, I, really, I really do. Um, and and it's. But I, I think or, there's. You also have to say like there's people like you who actually have who are good and a work ethic that are going to yeah. get better. Mm. Regard even if anyone's not good at bossing, I'm sure if you do it every day. Mm. Yeah, you get better. You're going to get better. Yeah, yeah. I th- and that's just, I think we all agree. It comes down to what they're getting paid, and yeah. I think that you know, to be honest with you, it's it's it's. It's the, the audience that are there if you've got a bigger audience you can afford to pay the people more money that's that's yeah. just what it comes down to and, it, and and I do feel sorry for boxers but I th- but my opinion is if you're a boxer if you want to mm. um, grow and be known jump on one of these cards like let let yeah. the exposure come to you yeah. and, that, and I think you've got to take advantage of it and I think the best example is Tim Zhu I remember about three years ago Tim Zhu was under me and, and yeah. I said look I want to see Tim Zhu main event his own cards one day, and if he if he does that, then I've done my job for the sport, yeah. and that's exactly what he's doing. He's got his own main event shows now, yeah. uh, and th- that's what the story is for these Maloney brothers. Now the Maloney brothers had have twenty fights. I think they're both undefeated. One of them's fighting for a world title or interim world title yeah. on the night. Yeah. Unfortunately for them, as you, know, you guys have said before, like they've, they've probably been training for twenty years, they haven't yeah. had the exposure. But you know, they're going to they're going to be exposed now to hopefully thousands of people and. That can only benefit them in the future. Mm, yeah, so I think sure. while I do totally understand it and, and, and I feel sorry for them and the effort they have to go yeah. to to get to where they get to, um, I think if you have the opportunity to embrace it and get on one of these cards to show your skills to yeah. thousands of people, that can only be beneficial to you. Especially because the it's not so much just boxing fans watching. It's AFL fans and well, NRL fans watching right. boxers Expos- who they wouldn't you, see. Exposure yeah. to a whole yeah. different group of people. And if you get in there and you're an exciting fighter and they like what you do, like it's only going to be yeah. beneficial. Next time you're on a main event card, now they're going to buy it, and then all of a sudden you get to you know, headline your own main event card. That that can only be positive for you. And look, it's not going to happen for everyone, but you know, Tim Zoo, the Maloney brothers, guys like that, it can only be beneficial to them. Uh, just to bring up while we were at it, um, talking about the boxing, uh, to Dwight Ritchie, uh, young fellow who, who died, fucking sparring. 
Um, yeah. But <clears throat> this is uh, for people like us. We do this as a as a sport. Mm. We do this everyday thing, and it hits us or it hits me. Yeah. Yeah. It hits me. It hits Mate, especially me hard. sparring, like you know, look, I, I don't spar as much as you guys, but you think how many times you just go down the yeah. gym and jump yeah. in the ring and spar someone. <laughs> you know, you're not, you're not thinking about. Yeah. A terrible sure. tragedy like this happening, and you know, at only twenty-seven years of age, three kids—it's no. just like it's a—it's yeah. a tragedy. And you now he's yeah. like it's, you know, condolences to his family, and For hopefully sure. his kids, his kids are okay. It's just—it's so sad. And um, you know, Michael's Rafa, who was sparring. Um, you know, I'm sure. Yeah, feels bad. I watched that this morning feel... on the news, man. That, that wouldn't be like imagine that. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Especially yeah, sparring, you, you spar people who are your friends. Yeah, well, they've sparred since they've been kids. Yeah, no, so it's yeah, like I mean for him to uh, now hopefully he's okay as well. But yeah, you know, yeah. most important thing is that um, you know, his family's okay and you know his kids his kids are okay growing yeah. up. It's, it's just sad. So crazy with uh with just the boxing man like the how hard they spar nonstop mm. head headshots. Like yeah. have you I seen those videos? They, I think uh, now they're bringing in a lot of. Well, have you seen the videos well, uh, of like after the boxing? I think they're going to bring a lot of rules. Yeah. They're trying to. I don't know how they're going to. But do, do they know what happened? Well, it was a from what from what's been reported, it was a body shot. Oh yeah, wow! Yeah. It was a, it was oh, a body really? shot. He got hit with a body shot, and within seconds, sort of just collapsed, and yeah, just you know, tragedy from oh, there. Right. So it's um, you know, yeah, I mean, bo- a body shot, you know, what I mean, it's just, it's just terrible. That. And like, you know, I was asked about it before. You know, what can they do to make the sport safer? Like, oh, you're sparring with sixty, you have gloves on, you, you got a headgear on. Like, it's you just shot, you yeah. just don't know. Like, it's just it's just a terrible thing. I think it's hard as well. It's people forget that it's fighting. Like to do this as a, as a as to do this as a person, like you got to have fight in you. Like people don't people think that you're just going to give in sometimes. Mm-hmm. Like that's why I watched the the other guy who died and his and his corner stopped it. Oh yeah, and early. they stopped the yeah. fight and then he still died. Like yeah, people don't understand. People don't understand. Like we're fighters. It, yeah. You're not going to go out and you're not going to like give in all mm-hmm. of a sudden. You know, like that's, that's why to have good trainers and to have like good people around you yeah. is very important and. People that care for the fighters, not not just for what's whatever's happening. Yeah. Man, mm-hmm. we've seen so many people retire as well from brain hemorrhages, <clears throat> like that had bleeding on the brain. They didn't but they, know. That, but it's that's a real, what we it's do. Real. That's a yeah, sport. It's our job. It's, it's, it's our job. But, um, it, it's, <laughs> for entertainment, that's what we chose. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it is. And, and, you know what? At the end of the day, that's what boxing is. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. it's what rugby league is. It's yeah. entertainment. It's, it's and, what we do, and that's like, what I brought up earlier about the you know the bums on seats. The more bums on seats there are, the, the more you're going to get paid along the way. And, and that's that's just that's just life. Whether whether you're, you're a singer, yeah. You know? yeah. When, when you get a singer, you go watch someone at a singing stadium. Yeah. Everyone's there to watch that singer. Yeah. That's why yeah. they get all the money. Yeah. That's just <laughs> yeah. that's just life. It's the way it is. So, how did this fight come about then? I mean, it sort of come out of the blue a little bit this time. So it's been spoken about for a few years now. When I first started boxing a couple of years ago, I was sort of always warned, stay away from Barry Hall. You know, he, yeah. he could have been this, could have been that. And, you know, you see it as a challenge. And, and when I was asked about it about two years ago, I said, yeah, let's do it. Um, but the guy could never get Barry's signature on the on the bit yeah. of paper, basically. And then, um, as I said, probably a week after we got knocked out of the semifinals, got a, got a call saying, um, Barry Hall will fight and he'll fight you and I said mate I've heard it all before show me show me the contract <laughs> and then I got emailed the contract I was like oh and he's, he's, he had signed it so um, yeah I, I signed it and that's that's what you reckon he waited, he waited for you to knock a few years off you reckon uh, <laughs> well, 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 I'm still four years younger than him so I think <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so he's actually older than me so I'm not sure he he, he, uh, he wanted to wait or look I don't know what the reason is you know he, 
as I said, there was rumours he could have been a really, really good boxer. He's an amateur champion. Um, he'd never got in there. For I watched eight. him have a few swacks on the field, like his oh, old yeah. school ones. Yeah, he went, yeah. Right. yeah. <laughs> he, hey. he, 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 he hit you. Yeah, it's going to hurt. I know that. But <laughs> I don't get hit by him. <laughs> but yeah, look at you know, and that's how it come about. And as I said, saw it as a challenge a couple of years ago, and now I've got the opportunity to do it. Yeah. And yeah, it'll be good. You know, I'm just AFL versus NRL. It's been built as that, uh, which is good. Um, it's down in down in Melbourne, which is his yeah, sort of hometown. How do you feel about the hometown advantage for? Yeah, I'm not too fast, man. The, uh, yeah, and the thing about my uh, my career, I've sort of been the hero or the villain, <laughs> and uh, hero to the Sharks fans, villain to everyone else. Everyone, so, yeah, everyone, yeah, everyone else. And you hated amongst so, many. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, it's nothing new to me. I'm going to go down there and get booed, and yeah, look, mate. Yeah, but I then think, again, he's pretty, he's pretty. He's pretty similar. Hey, they hated him as well. Hated him a bit. Yeah. And look, I think yeah, he was he was good at what he did, you know. Yeah. And that's uh, that's what it is about. Well, there's always good and bad about being the home crowd and not being like yeah. if yeah. you. It's good you have the support, but it's worse if you lose. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. 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 when you lose in front of your home yeah. crowd, you're like, no, I'm, I'm not concerned about that. It? I'm not not worried about it. The, probably the only thing I'm a bit concerned about is like the refereeing and that. I got a feeling that. I think you're well, not, yeah, hopefully I don't, we don't have to you're worry about that. You, but lose. I think um, <laughs> I just think he's gonna try and grab me a fair bit. Yeah. Like he's yeah. gonna use his reach, which is understandable. When I get yeah. near that's you guys know, when I get yeah. near that's when I, I have to do my work. So I don't know what you know, I'm gonna ask the referee what the rules are about that, how often he's allowed to grab me. Yeah. Um, just but, even say he's gonna be grabbing onto me. I don't want none of that. Um was the um uh, like minutes of the rounds already on the contract when it got sent to you. Yeah, so it was sent to me, sent to me originally, and I, um, you know, argued about it. And I, I didn't sign the long version of the contract or the or the official contract till the twenty seventh of the tenth, which was only you know two and a half weeks ago, and uh, argued about it, and uh, yeah, I was upset about it, and then, but you know, at the end of the day, I'm, I'm sort of. I'm over it a little bit. Yeah, oh, actually, I'm over it. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm not, can't let that hold two on. Two minute rounds. Two minute rounds. Two minute rounds. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, which I'm not, I'm not happy with. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm with, I'm with you. And I, was, and I was with you, but. Yeah. And all my sparring was done over three minute rounds, and then I thought yeah. we'd better drop it. And when we sparred Ty last week, I dropped it to two yeah. minute rounds. And man, yeah. the pace we went at, like by the end of the right. sixth round, I was sort of still blowing anyway. So he was going hard for non stop for two minutes for six rounds, like non stop. Like there's probably a thousand punches. I was like, all right, this is enough. Yeah, so I think uh, that, I think that's 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 what's going to be beneficial to me. That I'm just going to be in his face. How was it? How was it? How was it given in the footy? And then, do you think like bringing up this the fighting and training at heart is just in? That's because you're just so competitive. Like, and you yeah, and you're so like yeah. you're so used to just grinding and just always like you think that's not going to, not going to stop. It's not, nah, it's still good, got mate. a few more years of that in you. I, I don't know how long tired. To be honest with you, I think um, can I be 85? Trying to fight. Down at the beach. No, I won't be doing he's, that. He's I won't be doing saving. that. Uh, yeah, look, at, you know, I, I am competitive and I, and I like training. And as you guys have said, I like grinding. And yeah, I like getting yeah. in there and, and ripping in every day. Um, I'm 38. Yeah, <laughs> you guys are a lot older than you yeah. boys. So there's going to come a time where it's going to slow down. It's going to hurt. And I did notice at the back end of this footy season. Yeah. You know, yeah. The back end of the year, I started to play really good. Then I found, I found you know, the last few games, I just did hit the wall a little bit yeah. and generally when I've done that in my career I'm able to train my way out of it I'm able yeah. to go to, to training do something real hard yeah. and just I think mentally it gets me to that next level again yeah. Yeah. I just wasn't able to get there the back end of this year so there's definitely going to come a time pretty soon where I'm going to have to pull up but I'm, I'm, I'm pretty comfortable with that you know I've got life yeah. okay I've got a good family I've got uh, a job going forward with yeah. Channel 9 which would be great yeah I saw so, that yeah, congratulations yeah, thanks That's boys yeah, yeah. Oh, so you're working with Channel 9 I heard, uh, I heard uh, Barry Hall got uh, fired <laughs> uh, 
uh, I heard a little story. Oh, he, he did got, get he fired. Got, yeah. He got fired for being like a, a, a presenter or a radio host. Yeah, I was, on, I was on radio. He said something. Sure, I, kind of, I don't know what he said, but it wasn't, something it wasn't great. Sniffing the fingers. Yeah. Or <laughs> <laughs> I, don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know exactly what it I was. Either, I don't but, really yeah. know much. But he but got. Um, he would know. He knows. <laughs> <laughs> but he got. Uh, no, he got fired from that. But yeah, look for me going. Look. You know what, guys? If I don't, if I, if I don't fight again after this fight, so be it. You know, I'm, I'm at the age now where I'm, I'm okay with it. You know, I'm mm. sure next year watching the rugby league will be hard for me because I've done it for 20 years. Mm, mm. But you know, life's got to go on. And as I said, 38 years of age, at some stage I've probably got to realize how old I am and pull up. But you know, I'm, I'm feeling okay at the moment, so I'll keep doing whatever I can. Have, have you ever always had that dog mentality, but that like real hard go getter since a kid? Yeah, always. Um, Always since I've been a kid, yeah, I've just always, uh, I, I don't know, and I don't know what it is, and I can't explain why. Yeah, um, just you know, go get it. Yeah, I grew up, grew up in Western Sydney, and you know, I, I loved growing up out there. You know, I, I know where I grew up now, and it's a beautiful place, and you know, I'm glad my kids get to grow up there. But you know, just I suppose growing up out out there, it was you know, you guys know you're from Western yeah, Sydney, yeah. you, you got to work for everything that you've got, and you know, one thing that no one can ever knock me is, is the work I've done yeah. to get to where I've got to, and. Um, I'll continue to do that, and I and I think it's going to hold me in good stead for the rest of my life. You, you don't yeah. get anywhere in life unless you work hard. Yeah. It doesn't matter what you do. If you're, yeah. you're a plumber, a builder, you know, an IT professional, whatever you are, you don't get anywhere unless you work hard and you bust your balls. And that's something that I've always done, and uh, I'm going to continue to do that in whatever it might be. Yeah, and uh, I shake, yeah, yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. And uh, so, what was the biggest like? So you were with Sharks from 2001. I, I debuted in two thousand one. Yeah. I signed. Um, I signed my first contract there in nineteen ninety nine. Were you born then? <laughs> when were you born? Ninety one. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that's when I signed my first contract there. So they didn't have email. Yeah, no, they didn't have email. They had to walk the contract over. Yeah, so I was in school and um, you know, Parramatta. I played SG ball for Parramatta, and they sent a lot of their juniors to Parramatta Morris. So that's where I went. And then at the end of that year, I was lucky enough to get on real well with a guy named Noel Clue, who was like a former rugby league legend and was good mates with his son and he spoke to me at the end of that year and he, he sort of said to me mate you don't understand how close you are to playing first grade and I was sort of thinking I was 18 I'm thinking mate please these guys are gods you know mm. and then he goes no no he goes trust me and then he said do you want to stay at Parra and I said oh look mate I don't know I just want to play first grade and he said well you're probably better off looking elsewhere because Parramatta had a lot of probably junior, uh, back rowers who were probably only three or four years older than me so I saw him with Cronulla and um, yeah the rest is history De- debuted played reserve grade that whole first year debuted the next year and and just um, yeah, been there ever since. And look, you know, had opportunities to leave, but just um, I liked living down there. To be it's honest, indeed, yeah, that yeah. was a good place to live. The Kings of Cronulla, <laughs> right? Yeah, so I, yeah, so, I, so I, when I did, did you like did you move down there that year? So I started travelling originally because I didn't want to leave. You know, my mum yeah, was at yeah, Blacktown yeah. and my dad was at Greystains, yeah, and all my yeah. mates were around Greystains at Blacktown. So I was sort of didn't want to just leave my friends. I just mm. felt I just mm. wanted to be with them, yeah, and didn't feel like I could go down there and. I suppose make new friends, but back in those days, there was no minimum wage like there is these days. Yeah, you had to, yeah. I had to work, so I was, a, I was an apprentice plumber. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. I started being an apprentice plumber. I used to get up at like four thirty, drive out there to get picked up, and then go to work. And that was getting too much, so I ended up moving out there yeah. and um, renting a place with about four other guys and, and a, a lady. A lady used to look. It's called the Shark House, and the lady used oh, to look yeah, after yeah. us. So then they used to pick me up from. I was lucky enough to get picked up from work. So the four works. I used to go to work, work all day, and then train in the afternoons. Yeah. And then that in 2001 when I debuted, sort of mid-season, 
that sort of ended because I, I needed to either go professional full-time properly, give it a real crack or continue my apprenticeship. And uh, I didn't really like plumbing, to be honest. <laughs> yeah. it was, it was, I didn't really like My dad was a plumber, so I knew a fair bit about it. So I didn't want to I didn't want to be a plumber. Um, so I decided to give it a crack for the rest of that year. And, and uh, it was hard, man. You know what I used to do? I used to, I used to get – there was a, a guy who got me to Cronulla, Brian Rule. He um, owned a martial arts shop at uh, Tempe. And uh, I, I he used to drop – um, punching bags and fill to my garage where I used to live and I used to fill punching bags for him for 10 bucks a punching bag that's what I used to have to do to sort of earn money along the way so like yeah. I said there was no minimum wage back then so for the rest of that year I needed to still earn money yeah. so I used to just fill punching bags with him full of fill and crap rags the, basically rags, yeah, yeah, that was yeah, it. yeah and um, that, that's what I did to earn money the rest of that year and then Chris Anderson came to the club and liked what I did and, and signed me on a, on a contract and yeah, thankfully, you know, the rest is history. I've been at the club ever since. Nice, man. So that's good. Going back, to, that's going back to work ethic. <laughs> yeah. So I'm um, saying, so you went grand final, played for Australia, um, New South Wales Blues, done everything. What was the highest one of the... Oh, the, the, the highlight... Um, was winning the premiership yeah. without a doubt. Easy. Yeah, yeah, that's what you just. That's what, what you that's play what the game the for, man. For, yeah, it's what you play the game. Like you, you're with these but guys that, from it, November, and your grand finals in October. You spend more time with your family. Yeah, right? oh, yeah. It's, it's huge. Um, the origin in Australia on the way, the great individual accolades, and when you and that's all thanks to your teammates. Unless yeah. your teammates are helping you get there, you don't get there. Yeah. And um, you know, so, but to play at that level and to play with some of the best players in the game, that meant heaps to me. Particularly for Australia, through that probably from two thousand and eight to two thousand thirteen, they were pretty lean years at Cronulla. Mm, yeah. We weren't going too well at all, <laughs> and uh, I knew I had to sort of maintain my game at a certain level to make sure I was still making that Australian team. And you know, got to tour England a few times and you know, play with Darren Lockyer and Sivan Seaver and Cameron Smith and. Later, so be able to do that was, you know, that was a real highlight for me. But yeah, mate, nothing will replace <coughs> the premiership. Nothing it was the best. I know the game's changed, and I don't even play it much anymore. But how has the game changed for someone who's been actually it. been at every it in every the era top, in the top of the the top of the whole sport and watched yep. it change from one ref. To, to two, two refs, refs yeah. to I, seven I, refs, yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't like the, refs yeah. or whatever there is now. <laughs> I, I, I don't like the two refs. Um, like I've, I've always maintained cameras. Yeah, I, like I like the one ref. Calling it up on every yeah. on every tackle on every on every try. The the I think with technology these days, the video ref's got to be there because mm. if you didn't have it there, you know, you go come on Monday morning, yeah. someone would see it was or wasn't a try and blow up. Yeah. So the yeah. technology's got to be used. I think. Yeah. Um, I'd go back to one referee. I just think. There's three guys here, or two, two of us. We, yeah. we went, if that's whatever color that is, gray, you might think it's not quite gray. So yeah. you just can't have yeah. two people who totally agree on the same thing. So yeah. when someone's in to play the ball and they drop uh, the ball, one one thinks yeah. it's stripped, the other guy thinks it's dropped. Yeah. They just can't get it exactly right all the time. It's just opinions. It's all based on opinions. Yeah, the um, when they get it wrong, yeah. yeah. <laughs> when they get it wrong, it can. So I, I'd go back to one referee. That's probably what I'd do. Um, but the game itself, it's just you know where it's changed most the the athletic ability and oh. just the size and strength no, of everyone. There's no big boppers nah. anymore. Mate, when I started, all, like, that's what I, I the watched ma- the game. I'm like, where's the fat? Yeah, where's yeah. the fatties running? Or, or where's, the, or where's the, the, middle? the little wingers used to be able to fold in half <laughs> yeah. when they ready the middle? Mate, the wingers are bigger than the front rowers. They're yeah, more powerful. They are, that's, they that, are. Like, I, I remember when I first started. Like Brett Howland was the winger. He was like. Lucky to be eighty kilos, man. <laughs> like wingers, like Mamalo. Have you seen Mamalo? He's six foot five and one hundred and fifteen kilo. Like they're massive, the man. Yeah, and they and they're so athletic. Their yeah. athletic ability is next level. So that's where it's changed. Everyone's like just so strong, so powerful, and yeah. and they start at such a young age these days. Like yeah. I, as I said to you before about, there's no way I'm, I think I'm going to 
I'm close to playing first grade because these guys are gods. Well, that, these days, these young kids at 16, 17, they get to come and train with us. Mm. So they're accustomed to being with us and they yeah. realise that we're just normal people. Yeah. So when they actually get to that level, it's not a big buzz for them. They, they sort of just blend straight in. Yeah. Whereas I, when, I, when I was first starting, like to even train with the first grade team, I was like, I was just ring my dad. Dad, I'm training with first. Like, yeah. it, was, it was the best thing ever. But um, So I think we that's become We were actually talking about something like that the other day with the young boys. We went and trained down with, like, with a oh, few yeah. of the boys. Like a couple of the um, the Crudo brothers, they do like uh, some training sessions for like just all the local kids back in the area. Yeah. And we come down and like, we just had the massive feed. We had, I haven't been training. And like they're all there just fucking, let's go. Like all just pushing each other. And he's kind of looking at them like they're fucking 14 and yeah, shit. And yeah, yeah. like, we, well, we, we just ate, run. Like, yeah. we, <laughs> we, just ate, like, we just ate Frangos, yeah, yeah. like smashed you know, it. Like, get, and it's just like, we, we talked about it after them. Like, it's, it's like, one, it was a little confronting, like, fucking little cunts, I'm going to do it because, yeah, then we had, then, because then, if I do you it, then you're going to tell everyone I didn't yeah. do it. That's all we had to We ran hard out. We just went. Like, just like, Did you beat him? Like, Did you beat him? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> there was one, like, the skinny ones got me. The skinny yeah, ones, yeah, I got yeah. a couple of the fatties, but... Yeah. The, no, but no, they, they beat me on the first after, and the last one. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah They yeah. saved it up for the last one. Times have changed. Like It's like, I don't know if it's social media, like, you see... Like all these motivational speeches or whatever, but like <laughs> yeah, because a lot of the like, motivational quotes come out when we're out there. Yeah, yeah. Champion mindset, it's made it, <laughs> but it's made it. It's made it more difficult. It's yeah, no, definitely. And, and I think I think I suppose it's only long term future of the game's good in that regard mm. um, because of how big and professional they are. But um, was, on the other hand, it's taken away from the smaller men in the game too, like the halfbacks, like the Andrew Johns of the. I mean, Johns was a freak, but he, and he's a pretty big body yeah. for a halfback, but. I'd like to see the interchange brought down, right, right down. They brought it down to eight, but now they've got the HIA rule. And the problem with the What's HIA, that? that's head, head injury assessment, which means if you get a knock on your head, you've got to go off the field. But it's counted as a free interchange. So oh. I think I think teams are exploiting. So you yeah, do yeah, the yeah. old. I got a yeah, big wobble. The old yellow call. Go, you know, go past the test and you come back on in fifteen minutes. Sit down and like, call the time off. You know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So there's that these days as well. So they brought the interchange down to eight. But you know, if you get one one HIA game, well, that's free to interchange off, free mm-hmm. interchange on. So it's basically back up to ten. Yeah. So I'd like to see him bring it to six in the next year or two, and then maybe even down to four because I just I'd oh, love to be able to see everyone get skinnier. They're all going to be seventy kilo playing around. Soccer players. Look at Andrew, like Fafita. You know, big Fafita. Yeah, yeah. He's 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 a bloke. He could play eighty minutes if he needed to. So there's there's still going to be guys that can do it, but I just think it'll just. I'm retired. I'm retired. Who can do it? But I just think Who else can do it? Nah, it'll, it'll, bring, it'll bring the smaller man back into the game. And I think it'd be better for junior rugby league as well. Like You guys are in Western Sydney. You know? my, my little fellow went out and played a competition in Western Sydney. <laughs> and they made the semis and then they, and then they won it. They beat uh, they beat St. Mary's in the final. Oh, a couple of weeks ago, they promised you. Tommy Bishop Shield, first team, <laughs> first team in 37 years to win it. And they're only eight. But yeah. mate, I was at pump for it. This St. Mary's is that team. A, is that a Canola field? Yeah, I was there. Yeah, you I played the player, the player. Yeah, yeah, you would have played it. Yeah, years yeah, ago, yeah. years ago, we we smashed Canola. Well, my, <laughs> my little fellas' team won it, and they beat St Mary's in Listen the final. To this, that's where I made a break. Made a break. Whole crowd, the Canola Canola uh, field. You know, like you know, when you're kidding, you used to play on like a, a big field. Yeah. You just think it was mad. Whole field, all the people there. I made a break. Yo, this court. little white boy come up from behind and just went, boom, uh, four come out, I hit the ground, I hit the ground did a fucking roll, uh, 
got up, went hard out. Like, yeah. Nah, it was. It Put was the awesome. ball down to his. Also, harder. he was the he was the kid that was a hundred kilos. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. I was running through everyone. Yeah, that no, was <laughs> awesome. They won it because about a, two months earlier, they played the Mark Guy Cup out there. Oh, they and they made so my team, Little Fell's team, made the semis and got beaten by the and the St Marys won it. So then at the Tommy Bishop, St Marys, and then made this final. I'm like, and the boys were so scared all day. We can have to play. We can have to play St Marys because like these big kids. Actually, they weren't. They weren't heaps bigger than him, but they're probably about a head taller than him, and they were just a really good little just team, St. Mary's. Yeah. <laughs> but they're they they really good men. They're a really good world-trained team. And, that. and I'm thinking, and I was just thinking to myself, oh, how are they going to beat them? <laughs> and they beat them. They Believe beat in them, yourself. Man. Yeah, Because yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> do as I say, not as I do. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was, I was like, and they beat him. Yeah, it, was, it was awesome. Oh, that's sick. That I can't game. believe that's still going. Yeah, still Shout play. out to still that, play. man. That's yeah, hectic. It's good. It's good. Good on the little kids. Um. What was it? Uh, going from um, so it's uh, it's been good for you because I know you've gone into commentating and like obviously boxing after footy, but I know like a, one of the problems has been like a lot of uh, footy players what to do after footy because yeah. they identify as footy players. Yeah, it's scary. So, eh? Yeah, so well, I've had a question like what you would give. Well, actually, for youngins coming up as their career, like through their career, yep. for footy players coming up in their career, and then also for after. Well, for, for the for the older guys, um, first of all, after um, I think. The NRL do a much better job these days at the transition. They actually have a lot of courses these days, oh. and ex players come in and, and try to teach you about it. And it's pretty confronting. Like we've had, we had a few nights where ex players come in and they, they tell you they'll, they'll mentally, feel them mentally wrecked for three years. I'm yeah. like, man, three years is a long time to be not not right. Yeah. Um, so I think the fact that it's been addressed these days by the NRL is is a lot better. You know, I've not been critical of the NRL in the past about welfare and what they do for players, but I can't be critical on this. They, they are doing their best to mm-hmm. help. And I think they've realised it's a problem, and 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 they're, and they're trying to identify with it, and they're helping people on the way, which is really good for young guys coming through. Man, you got to do something else outside of footy. I, yeah. I believe um, for my last five years, I've worked outside of footy. I've I've had jobs where I do business development for companies, and if I'm a, if I'm a young kid these days, and I know they won't listen, but get some sort of education, something else behind you. That when you finish, you can go straight, and you don't have to do it for the rest of your life. At the end of the day, you might be early thirties or mid thirties when you retire. You don't have to go straight into it. Like you're, you're only a young man in real life. You may be old in footy when you're mid thirties. You're only young in real life. Yeah. Yeah. So even if you don't want, say it's a school teacher. Say you go to uni because you can do university one subject a year for ten years. Become a school teacher. At least when you finish, you can go straight into a real job. Yeah. You don't have that transition worry about oh, where I'm going to earn my next dollar from. What's going to come next? I think that's really important, and the NRL are doing a lot better these days with these young guys coming in that they're either making them study or making them work, mm. which I which I think's be- beneficial to them in the future. And there's a couple of young guys at Cronulla, I won't mention their names, but they um one of them ha- was doing that, was doing university, and he stopped doing it. And I said, mate, trust me, do it. Just do one subject a year. One subject a year is not going to be that hard, and he'll have a long term career. And he's still quit, he, so he hasn't listened to me, but uh, I'll keep drumming it into him because. As I said, mate, you get to you get to mid thirties. I'll, I'll be honest with you, I'm, I'm very lucky, right? I've worked hard. I've worked. I think I've worked hard, so yeah, it's going to pay off for me, right? Yeah. But had I not gone into to, uh, commentary or with Channel Nine, I honestly don't know exactly what I'd do. These business development roles that I do with other companies, they're, they're good. They're good, mm. but I don't. I can't see myself doing it for fifty or not fifty, probably twenty or thirty years. So I don't. Ha- and I don't have anything else behind me. I didn't finish my trade. I don't have any degree. So yeah. I don't know exactly what I do, and that's why I keep telling these young guys get get something. Yeah, just you got something. a head for radio, mate. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> trying ninety six point one. Sign him up. Get us all in there. Yeah. That's it's just as prominent in um uh, like MMA especially like, like because professional it, sport. Yeah, yeah. Like, because injury. Like you mm. you talk about some of the kids that might, like 
being realistic, some of them won't make it to that's the right. NRL. So, yeah, yeah. Um, like that's their big plan. Sports oh, yeah. mentality. Yeah, like, people think like I think be all end all. Like, everyone thinks that it's just going to be. Well, well, look at you, look at your guys' sport. You know how many how many guys do MMA or do boxing? How many guys want to be a UFC mm. fighter? Mm. Like, what's the percentage that make it? Yeah. Yeah. Half a percent, yeah. and, and, we, and, we, and we don't get anywhere near the support of like um, the NRL. What yeah, you're yeah. gonna do? What you're gonna That's do right. after? Or yeah. what you have you thought about doing? To help along the way, so I, know, you, I know what you mean. We yeah. just and we pay for all punch the punches. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you pay for your trainers, and see, we're lucky. Where I suppose our trainers and our coaches are paid for by the club, so it is totally different, but. Yeah, I think um, you know, the, the more you can get behind you, the only the better it's going to be in the future. I think that I think that the mental side of stuff for the for the kids playing footy, that because I'm a footy player as well. Yeah, I think is needs to get addressed. Yeah, yeah. There are a lot of there are a lot of boys that are just yes going haywire, pressure on and, them and, and stuff. Yeah. And if they're not fucking killing themselves, they're going to jail. They're getting in trouble. Yeah, it's know? it's and that's hard. And it's, I think. Um, I think it's definitely been addressed at the moment, but mm. you know, the thing is, when you, especially a lot of these guys that you know are younger and they're making these SG ball and, and Jersey flag side, is that they've always been the best player growing up. They've mm. always been the best. They've always been the big dog. Mum and dad's tapping yeah. on that. Then they get to that level, and they're everyone the and everyone's the same. And when you get to that SG ball Jersey <coughs> flag level, I, I remember being in SG ball, and they they told us at our training one day, one of you guys make first grade, one of you guys, you've done well. And I think, I uh, yeah, that's they, that's what they tell you. Like, yeah. and you think, look around, and think, well, I'm the best I'm player. The, I'm going to make it. You know it, what yeah, I mean? Yeah. And if you're lucky, one guy makes it, and that's so. What happens to the other twenty blokes in the squad? You know yeah. what I mean? It's it's hard for. And them. I don't think you th- that doesn't never hits you. No, because like, I, I I actually heard that as well. Yeah. Yeah. And like you never hit, you just sit there, you just like fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> nah, I'm making. Who it. are you? Yeah. Yeah. You're coaching you a ball. Yeah. I'm making first grade. I'm making first grade. You know what I mean? Like fuck yeah. off. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Then Nick Vida, yeah. <laughs> you sit around at the pub. Hey, yeah. <laughs> what are you I used to play him. I used to play him. I was better than him. I was better than him. I used to smash that. But you know what? A lot of time, mate. I remember so many guys. I never made Australian schoolboys. So many of my good mates did. But you know they just they, they never kicked on for whatever oh, reason. I, I've always said it. It's always the the, the quiet grinders that are going to make it mm. anyway. The, I've been like we're from Western Sydney. We have the best place. Mm. You see the best talent anywhere. It just whatever happens with it. Yeah, what happens it. with whatever it. they do with it. Mm. Yeah, and I'm getting pregnant. <laughs> so someone's it's a there's a there's a lot of I made pen the yeah I'm pregnant <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> you made a kid too yeah. <laughs> no <laughs> no anyway uh, so I know you're also um, uh, blue belt uh, in jiu-jitsu well, I know you're a black belt so I know <laughs> <laughs> did you yeah. know he's a blue belt Fuck, I'm a he's, he's a white belt. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you'd have me now, trust me. So I, yeah, yeah. I don't even have a belt. Yeah, I uh, I used to love Dewey. Like, just going probably, yeah, like, I know. That's how you know Dewey. Got, got, Dewey. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> got, got, guys go every day, I know, but uh, back in sort of 11, 12, 13, I was probably going twice a week. And um, yeah, it took me a few years to get a blue belt because I was only going twice a week. And then I noticed, like, when I sort of got to 14, 15 and was getting a little bit older, it was just too hard to. Go roll twice a week, play on the weekend, just keep recovering from it. I just just couldn't do it, so I actually like didn't do anything for till this preseason start of this year. So I started nineteen, so it's like five six years I hadn't rolled at all for. And I would turn up to the because my brother's right into it now. He's like really, he's pretty good, and um, he goes in a lot of tournaments, and he's actually been winning a couple of them. Oh, yeah. But uh, so I went back up with him, and um, 
I went in there and I, I didn't want to put the blue belt on, man, because like I know when you don't do it, yeah, everyone you, you lose like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I said to the I said to the coach, I said I don't I don't want to put the blue belt. I wear a white belt. He goes, Nah, you earn it. You got to wear it. To it. me, yeah. I want to put it on. <laughs> but, then, but then the white or the white belt, like I was, I was lucky. I was strong enough not to get beaten. But I couldn't beat anyone. I just yeah. lost off it. And then I probably went for two or three weeks and found found it coming back a little bit. But then footy started and you yeah, haven't rolled again. Strong since. strong blue belts are the worst people to roll with, by the way. Because <laughs> <laughs> just yeah. that you end up getting well, 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 I, I couldn't get they couldn't oh, submit me because I was yeah. strong enough. But yeah. I, I just would forget things to how to get them. And it seems harder with the gear. I, I, I used to go a bit with no gear as well, and I found yeah. I was better with the no gear because oh, yeah. the strength helps a bit. Yeah. Whereas with the gear, like they you they choke with the gear you and caught. like that. I think Ty's ever been in a game. I spent too much. Time on it. I've seen how hot them things are. Um, so, would you ever think about an MMA fight then? Or? Uh, oh, look at him! In. That, oh, yeah, nah, look, I saw Fury was. Uh, yeah, I saw him training. Yeah, yeah oh, look. Never say never. Never say never. Hundred yeah, yeah, percent. Exactly yeah. what I was going to say. I, I never say never. But look, it's not look not something I'm looking to do or to pursue. Yeah. But but I think I think when I um I think I'll continue Dewey when I'm when I'm like when I've stopped doing everything because it's like a really good way to sort of be in that team environment still. Like I notice when you go to the to classes and that everyone's like shaking hands and high five yeah. and remind me a little bit of footy and everyone's yeah. really nice to each other. So and when you're there to train, like you're not there to hurt each other, everyone's yeah. there to just help you through. So I found that that camaraderie in that um, I suppose environment is a lot, a lot like footy. So I think when I retire totally I'll, I'll continue that because it's and it's also that competitiveness as well, you know yeah. what I mean? That's yeah. and it's it's safer. Yeah, it's not banging each other. Yeah. <laughs> so I think I'll definitely think I'll get back involved in that. Um, yeah, in, in the future. Now, I, I don't want to put you on the spot, but I know you probably might not have watched all of the Half Class podcasts, but you would have seen that we did one with Josh Dugan and uh, Andrew. Oh, yeah, yeah, Big 50. I saw that. That was everywhere. Yeah. That made national news, that one. Yeah, yeah. Oh, we, 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 <laughs> kind we of a big deal. Yeah, well, I know. I know. Uh, at the beginning of it, he told us a story where he wrestled you. Oh, Dugan, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. oh, oh remember? He he, and hey, he wrestled you in the arm bar, you. You won't give me a rematch. <laughs> you won't give me a rematch. You ring him, ring, ring, him, ring him and ask him. Arm bar. Arm bar, bro. I could have broke my arm. <laughs> But you know, you know why? You know why I knew? I know he knew what he was doing because if he didn't know what he was doing, he would have broke my arm. He, so he knew. So, so he, he did the old. He did the mate, old. We're arguing all day. We're carrying on. <laughs> we, we went and rolled in the park. We rolled in the park at like eight o'clock. So it's almost. He's coming on. There's people everywhere. Yeah. And we're, we're rolling, mucking around, and, and I could feel him going for it. And I'm thinking. There's no way he knows what he can do. Well, I thought when he pulls back, I'm just going to roll on top of him. Yeah. And next second, his legs come over and clip me. Down. <laughs> he, and he's, he's, done, he's played you. He, he actually said to me, but he goes, "You know, I've got you." And that's, <laughs> goes, and that's, and that's why I knew he knew what he was doing. He goes because, tap tap, and yeah. he said he would have tapped. No, no. He, he said he goes, "You know, I've got you." And I said, "Yeah." He goes tap. Then I was like, "No." Nah, did, did you actually know? And he pulled it a bit, and I went, "Yeah." For feet up. Yeah, that's for feet. He's your snapper. Do you know where it was? You know Cronulla Park. We're in South. South Cronulla Park at eight o'clock on a Friday night. Never so there's been like, there. well, there's like, mate, there's kids and families everywhere. <laughs> yeah, and for feet out of the top of his voice, going, snap man, snap man. Remember like, him telling us the story? No, he's yelling, he's going, snap man, so snap man. He's big neck, eh? Thankfully, and that's as I said, as soon as I got, I said, you've done this before, you knew what you're doing. He goes, yeah, I told you. I was at my own believe you. set up a little wrestling half cast. So the very next day, the very next day, we had training because it was, um, 
we we had training because there's there's a trial game on, but all the senior boys weren't playing the trial game. Yeah. So we had to go back in the next day for training. I got there early. I'm like, dude, so rematch right now. Oh, look, cause like, there's like a dojo there. I said rematch. He's going, no way, mate. I'm retiring king. And all the time asking for a rematch. We'll be at training. We'll do a wrestling session. I'll go up behind him. And I'll grab him. I'll say, come in. You got to give me a rematch. Not nah, not nah, retired king, baby. Retired king. <laughs> Won't give me a rematch. We're <laughs> doing it. We're getting Dukes. Dukes and Gal. You know the worst. You in a rematch. If he beats me again, I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> if he beats me again on Nick Minute, the end Dukes of gets signed to the UFC <laughs> <laughs> man he's, he's he's big Dukes Bro, he's, he's fucking he's massive big he's man. Like, he'd be like 6'4 yeah not far off and mate he was 111 at one stage this year 111 he's a big boy probably, probably about 105 he's a little bit athletic too so very he knows very, what he's doing He's probably yeah. out, he's probably out fishing. He's a mad fisherman. Oh, oh yeah. no, we went fishing. We went fishing. Mad fishing. fishing. I love fishing it. too. He's we can get him on. He nah, he knows what's happening. <laughs> oh, did you see him? <laughs> no, I'm he trying to face him. I'm going to try and call him out. Ask for the. He don't want that. He After the rematch. <laughs> well, we'll set <laughs> that up for the next one. Then. <laughs> yeah. For sure. Yeah. All right, let's finish off with some questions. Just same thing that we normally do. Uh, so, if you have, oh, actually, before we did that, what's your? I want to know about your injuries. Did you have any biggest injuries? Like um, that you? I was pretty. Yeah, I had like I've had I've had surgery on every joint in my body. Um, ankles, hey? ankles, <laughs> um, knee, both both knees. Three elbows. You know, it's only two elbows. Anything that be- anything that bends, you've had yeah, surgery. Bends, uh, both shoulders. <laughs> um, my, my back, my lower back was probably a bit of a scary Fuck. one. So I had um, surgery on, all, on everything. Um, so, but thankfully, you know, getting out of bed in the morning is not too hard. I don't mm. have bad knees or anything at the moment. Probably the worst thing is my shoulder. I probably need I need surgery on my shoulder at some stage, but. It's one of those surgeries that's sort of a twelve month recovery, so I'm just going to keep battling on as long as I can. So that's, um, but other than that, man, yeah, pretty good to be honest. With you. To, to play first grade for twenty years, it, I, I haven't come out of it too bad. It's so so crazy how quick they have you guys back on the field as well. Oh, these days, yeah, 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 yeah the, the, like the, the the surgery the, that yeah, week straight back yeah, in, straight back like, into crazy. it. Yeah, I think Fafita had surgery and, and played about ten days later on his knee, so yeah. it yeah, just went in crazy. again. I think. Yeah, they did. Yeah, last yeah. week, and I was, I was actually with him yesterday, and he said it's actually feeling the best it's feeling. Actually, they straightened his knee for the first time in like two years. <laughs> <laughs> he's about, he's yeah. pigeon toes. Yeah. Still pigeon toes. No, still pigeon toes. <laughs> but his knee actually straightens now, which is a, which is a big. Ugliest toes. <laughs> like the, the structure. <laughs> <laughs> All right. If you had a, um, if you could invite five guests to dinner, dead or alive, who'd they be? Uh, Michael Jordan. Hey. Um, Shalice Theron. Is that how you say? It? Yeah. Um, Who's that? Shalice Theron, the actor. You'd know. The actor. Uh, um, Ayrton Senna he's dead he's a race car driver oh yeah yeah um, Michael Schumacher another race car driver yeah. if I could be anything in the world I'd be a race car driver oh really you like yeah, if I could be do you? But, like, I don't follow it religiously but I just think man to be able to travel the world and drive yeah. as fast as they do I think it'd be pretty yeah. cool oh, well, okay. that was the next so, question so yeah, nailed okay, well, so, no, yeah, no, well, that, that's, that's all good um, who are the last one? Oh, yeah, probably have to. Yeah, yeah. My mum. Everyone loves their mum. So yeah. Take my mum. Nice. And then, uh, what advice would you give to your younger self? Younger self, um, be patient. I, I always probably was a little bit rushed and wanted wanted things, wanted things, wanted things, and, and made a fair few mistakes over the years. So I think be patient and um, yeah, I continue to work hard. I think that's the most important thing. But probably be a little bit more patient than what I have been. Seems to be a common factor with that question when we when we ask some people coming on. Well. When I ask the people, <laughs> <laughs> last time you weren't here, we're still gonna get we're still gonna get a catch up on your fight, but that'll be coming out soon. This episode will be up before your catch up. So thank you again, brother, for coming no worries, in. Boys. Appreciate Thanks it. Thanks, mate. Thank you thank very you, much. Brother.
Boom.